You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Welcome to the Connect Church Tupelo podcast, episode 60-something, 7, 8, I don't know. Um, Will, guys, how's it going? Good. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Well, y'all talk amongst yourselves. I forgot to get my notes, so uh, y'all just vamp for a little bit. So I've got a great story about fantasy football. (laughs) Mute his mic. Tanner, just mute his mic before you walk away. Andrew just had to be bored out of his head because I just talked for 20 minutes before the show started and giving my update on uh, fantasy football. So, um, Lee, if you're listening to this, spoiler alert, you're getting kicked out of the league. (laughs) (laughs) Just helping you out, buddy. (laughs) Because apparently during my sermon – Lee adds yeah, if, all of his Lee, players. <laughs> if Lee's on fantasy football during your sermon, he's not listening to the podcast. <laughs> the, uh, Tanner can't find his notes. I want more. I brought them back here. I don't know where they went. On your desk? Uh, No, I didn't take them in there. Okay, whatever. Well, cool. I want more. <laughs> I was really, when I saw the title of the sermon, I really thought we were going to have a Veruca Salt reference in the uh, sermon somewhere. Don't know who that is. Andrew, you know who that is? Mm-mm. No? Come on, people. Okay, the spoiled brat in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. More, I want oh, yeah. yeah. Give me more. Oh, yeah. I didn't know her name. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know his name. Yeah, Her name. Her name. Sorry. Yeah. Veruca Salt. Yes. She, she was white yeah. privilege before white privilege was cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, glad to know you guys uh, aren't up to date on your Charlie and the Chocolate Factory knowledge. Yeah, Belen, I didn't know her name. Belen hates that movie. I don't know why. But why? She, she, Belen hates most things. <laughs> <laughs> she, anything that has any kind of with joy or yeah. fun yeah. or <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're in so much trouble. With you. Love you, mom. <laughs> well, all right, Terry. So uh, Luke chapter twelve, um, long, lengthy. How uh, about I, I ask you questions and we can flip? Well, it hang on. on. What, what episode are we on tonight? <laughs> I today? think we're 67. 67. Let me look. Hang on. I think we're 67. But what I was going to say was the, you know, another long, lengthy passage. So what does Terry have us do? Stand to your feet. Let's all. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't been standing for the last half hour. Okay. Exercising. Well. I was like a music minister. We're going to stand again. I don't. Hey, I don't ever tell them to That's stand. That's true. That's true. I, they do it on their own. That's very true. When they oh, we're on, we're on episode sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. This is episode sixty-eight. <laughs> All right, because last week was episode sixty-seven, the bounce house queen. So sixty-eight was a good year for cars. Was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyways, all right. You want more? <laughs> And um, admittedly, I wasn't really prepared for you to go the, down the financial route mm, when I uh, first saw the sermon title and the notes and everything. So that was interesting. That's sort of where we Jesus had, went. But. It is, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> when you just see the title, I want more, mm-hmm. you don't think it to be a financial sermon. Right, right, right. You think it to be a spirit-filled, I mean, not spirit-filled, but a yeah. Holy Spirit, Jesus-type sermon. Yeah. 
Well, it was uh, intended to probably be a tad bit deceptive, like, because if I put, we're going to talk on money today, we would have nobody show up. Yeah. (laughs) So you didn't want me to sing Jesus paid it all for invitation. Yes, that would have been good. I didn't think of that. That was, no. He paid it all so you don't have to. Amen. I've heard that before. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, we had good connect group discussion about finances. You know, it's did you? Sometimes you know people don't want to talk about money, right? And sometimes people will talk about money. That's true. You well, know, in this today of all days, an election day, um, this has been it's good recorded. To talk about money. Uh, it's oh, good to boy. talk about money. So yeah, mm-hmm. just in my opinion, ask yourself. You know, how are you doing? And I so haven't even <laughs> honest, ad- admittedly, and y'all can hate on me if you want to, but like obviously this isn't a big election year for Mississippi, right? No, no, so no. Yeah. like. I'm not going to get an I voted sticker because I haven't seen one. Are, is there any elections going on? Uh, I, congressman, the congressman Trent Kelly. Trent Kelly. Okay, well, he hasn't done a very good job of like. I don't think he has to there's advertising. No, there's no need. He's got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I did know. I did notice that he voted for that forty billion dollar Ukraine bill, and that kind of aggravated me a little bit. But I guarantee he didn't read all them pages. Anyways, why are we talking about this? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, well, uh, I'm not getting an I voted sticker because I didn't even know there was in, hardly any. So what happens when Tanner doesn't have notes? We're gonna get. I don't have my notes. I don't know where they went. <laughs> but and in your defense, actually, I had to look it up yesterday just to find out: Do I even need to go vote? Because there's literally been nothing in Lee County in nothing. our area, and so I was like, "There's not and, one and yard sign." I saw something on Google that said Trent Kelly was up, and I was like, "Wow!" And that's the first time I even heard of it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yes, for the first time. So yeah, yeah. I, consider myself pretty knowledgeable now here's a question yes if for some reason he were to lose the election does he keep the office downtown is that like his place or does no that no like... no no that's government paid for okay that's so your, somebody else would move in that is your tax money that's, at work that's your resident that's his residence in tupelo i guess <laughs> yes, okay yes. all right well, well he lives know. here he I lives know, in, yeah, yeah yeah but um okay. his office that's his office I didn't know if we was going to have a, you know, put a for sale sign up there in the front yard or something, you know. No, she, she, the other lady would just take over. So, yeah. All right. So, I'll give you the first quote of the day, get you started. <laughs> go How's for it. Sound? I got nothing. So, there you go. I, I was trying to help you out. So, I don't know where they are. Uh, the, you can keep looking. I'll keep talking. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, pos- the possessions and comfort pursued by the rich fool in the story led him to neglect his pursuit of God so that he poorly uses his resources as he received. I'm going to build more barns. And so we uh, gave the analogy in the story of building barns, and that was sort of the highlight of where we landed at, and Jesus uh, tells a story. I do love the opening, though. Uh, I I felt like it, you know, I mean, I don't do a lot of things well, but I felt like I got the context down really good. Uh, It's telling the story about, you know, when we start off and we say something that we shouldn't say, and that guy, you know, wishes he would have never interjected, hey, I need you to tell my brother to give me my money for my inheritance, and (laughs) Jesus just goes off for the next 20 verses and that guy's like dang i could have should have kept my mouth shut so uh so that was um i i love that part of it because you know that guy was like yeah that was that was rough yeah that's all i got so oh, that's all you got <laughs> <laughs> okay andrew what do you think about the seven steps to what was it called seven steps seven of, symptoms, symptoms of yeah. money sickness from dr tim keller I think I was number three. What was money comfort was number three. Money yeah. co- I was going to ask you. So so yeah. a little bit, uh, so how did your connect groups deal with those seven? Did they? Well, we uh, knew we all decided we all concurred. We don't stockpile. Okay, obviously, okay. I had uh, one that had that. We had one that had did that. I wish I could stockpile some money. Yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah. We yeah. don't stockpile. What was number six? Uh, it's uh, you can't, can't turn, turn it off. off. Can't turn it off. The money. No, that wasn't really one of them. 
Um, the three that we said really we didn't have was we weren't boasting about it. I mean, yeah. there's a little bit of that with social media, you know, right, but that right. that's not the entire purpose of why we want the money is so we can boast about it. Um, stinginess. Uh, I was actually shocked. Our our group, they are pretty generous like, yeah, yeah. to other people and things like that. But you your know? group's a younger group, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't, you yeah. Know, I'm that's like, my generation. I'm teaching. the oldest. <laughs> yeah. I'm the oldest in my connect- right. or second oldest. Um, but uh, And then the stockpiling, yeah. We didn't have anybody that did that. Ours was 100% being worried about it constantly, um, wanting, just wanting to be comfortable, the money comfort part. Money comfort. Um, one, yeah. Overspending and can't turn it off. Yeah. That was definitely where all of ours were. Ours landed on two and three, the worry and the money comfort. So they actually, you know, try to tell themselves that, you know, and so that, that was too we, interesting. I we had examples of like, there were times in our life where we worried of the money. Yeah. yeah. You know? And I mean, to an extent, we all still worry about money. Sure. Can't help it. But as far as like being obsessed about worrying about money. If you're an American 2022 in October, <laughs> yeah. you're worried about your money, man. <laughs> yeah, but for like I said, for me it's it's the money comfort. Um yeah. yeah. It's it was more of like, you know, Ashley is throw it all to debt, you know, I'd rather have no money than have debt. Right. You know, and I'm like, well, I want to get rid of the debt, but I still want to have a cushion no, I agree. on my cushion. Absolutely. I want to feel comfortable and then I'll throw it the debt, yeah. you know. So what is it, Dave Ramsey says? Emergency fund. So it's, yeah, it's. yeah. So, anyways, but it was a it, we had good discussion about it, and it got into some personal stories about dealing with finances. I won't go into here, but um, it it was surprisingly decent conversation about money. Yeah, well, that's yeah. good. No, that's good, and I love that. Ours ours was slow, but the more I kept just sitting there silent, waiting on them to talk. So, I mean, I just and so finally, I just asked every one of them. Um, you know, I said we're going to go around the room, and you have to pick one, and. So so I made him talk with that. So guess what mine was? I was different than everybody. Is that hard? shocker? I'm not surprised. You know, I'm just, you know, my only, except mine was overspending is that if I don't, if I had a bad day or don't feel good, I want to go spend money. <laughs> so, see, I'm, I'm not that at no, all. I can, I can not see you all. not being that way. Yeah, like, so. I told them even out of the, fi- like last week or two weeks ago, they had a finance board meeting or whatever, yeah, where yeah. they went over everything. Right. And, um, Colton and Bailey both come out and they said, you need to spend more money. Why? I don't need anything. Like it's there if I need it, but I'm I'm not just spending it to be spending it. You know. Now, now thankfully, I I can't operate that way. I don't do it because I've never had the you know the extra money to spend. But if I had the extra money, I would spend it. (laughs) So it's just that that would be uh, man. This would make me feel better if I could buy some myself something. So yeah, I'm just being honest. So the next day, the cable in the children's room sound system was popping that Wednesday night. I have been meaning to tell you that for weeks. Well, <laughs> it's not, it wasn't just Wednesday night. Well, they told me that for Wednesday. Yeah. And I, I th- guess it's from where we moved the sound system from Trunk or Tree. I guess. And, um, well, no, I bought a new one. Um, oh, so okay. Went, yeah, so they I went in there to fix it, and I was like, oh, the cable's going bad. Y'all should just tell yeah. me the cable. Like, yeah. where was this? You know, anyways. So uh, the next day, I sp- you know, spent $18 on a new cable. I said, look, I'm spending money. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So I, I text the family, and I said, you know, I preached on, you know, the you know the greed, and that doesn't satisfy you. You need to take your problems to Jesus. And I said, but I said on Monday, I was a little depressed, and, and you know, just normal Monday uh, down for me. So I went and bought myself a new backpack. So <laughs> We need to look. 
limit his Amazon access. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Well, it's my money, so anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, my money. I would do what I want. But to. in fairness, um, I broke it. Um, I bring in stuff and grandkid toys back from Aruba, uh, and I had the same one that uh, I think since two thousand and six. So you know, it was sixteen years and traveled all over the world. So it was not like an. Um, you know, I just wanted to get a new one. It was, it was the zipper been broken. It'd been broke for two months and I just hadn't had time to go. Do I had it. thought about getting, um, which we'll talk about in staff meeting backpacks for the Japan team. Yeah. But I don't know. We'll yeah. see. I know for, uh, for Since our talk about backpacks, they were all talking about, you know, that even if you have more money, you know, you want more, you're going to, you're going to spend more. It just is what it is. Like right. that's just a natural reaction to having it. Never satisfied. Yeah. I know for, uh, I felt I felt self-righteous in some ways when we were having this, but so, so not at the same time was, you know, our, I, I've even mentioned it a little bit on Sunday mornings. I'm not, you know, out, not just putting all my dirty laundry out there, but I'm not hiding anything either that, you know, we've struggled a little bit financially within the last year, Ashlyn and I have. And so I feel like I want that money comfort. I want to have that emergency fund. I don't want to be in debt, you know, all those things like not, I'm not sitting here saying I need to go buy a boat and I need to go buy a truck. Like I don't want, that's what I told our connect group. I said, I'm not trying to buy all this lofty stuff. I literally just want to live. (laughs) And, you know, and I want that money comfort. But that last quote from, I think, J.D. Greer hit me like a ton of bricks. Says, God is a more reliable source for both security for the future and for the beauty, significance, and fulfillment in the present. So, like, even if I'm never fully have, you know, the emergency fund debt-free, you know, uh, this A, B, and C, Dave Ramsey, whatever, even if I never have that, is is Christ giving me my source of contentment? Am, right. am I comfortable in my situation? I mean, ultimately, kind of still no. <laughs> um, you know, just being honest, like, you know, I still have the, the bills there and things like that, but am I finding my source of contentment and fulfillment in Jesus Christ for my future, for my present, because he's going to be able to handle this way better than I'm going to be able to manufacture anything to make this happen anyway. So I know that I was coming out a little bit different perspective. A lot of our group was just saying the more money that they started making, the more they spend it on, you know, mm-hmm. just whatever, not Absolutely. bad things either, you know, like good things and stuff like things for their family, things for their kids, all that kind of stuff. But it, the more we, the more we make, it's just natural. The more we spend on things we ultimately don't need. We actually proved that in the message, the statistics of the Americans, you know, that we're in the top 1% of all world, you know, people that we're all rich. Not know? all of us are in the top 1% <laughs> as a household. But, but, but all of us are, you know, even those of us that aren't, even Mississippi at 50,000 yeah. household is still would be in the top 2% of the world's population of richness. So all of us are rich compared to the rest of the world. And yet um, what it was said that, you know, over half of them said, that they're still not satisfied so mm-hmm. and and that the average american is spending more in debt and their max and their credit cards are maxed out because we're never satisfied so money obviously statistically does not make us happy or satisfied to that but uh, i think that i really like the approach that we had even got a compliment in the deacons meeting uh that the way that we approached it sunday you know was was um, you know done well with presenting our church side of it of what we needed here and, and those things but um you know charles swindoll and I gave that quote is any desire for wealth that lacks the kingdom of God is is motivation is greed. So we didn't preach what we've heard a lot of times that money's bad in itself. Jesus never says that money or even being wealthy is a bad thing. 
Jesus is not against blessings. He gives us blessings. He says he wants to abundantly bless us, but it is the desire for more, and and hence why the title of the message, I Want More, uh, even though Tanner can't find his notes, is that uh, came out of that, is that it's the problem was, is that we always want more. So money and blessings are not the problem. It's just what the nation of Israel did in the Old Testament. It's what Americans do today, is that we tend to worship the blessing more than the blessor. And what, yeah, and where is it in the New Testament where people misquote it all the time, and they say money is the root of all evil? Right. And that's not right. No. That's not what it says. It yeah. says the love of money. The love of money. Yeah, good so, point. That's pretty deep, you know. Tanner. That's what up? I, don't, I can't remember where it is. It, I know it's in the back somewhere. Curious, did you guys even like discuss small books? <laughs> <laughs> one of those Bible colleges you're in. Uh, I hate all Bible colleges. It's in one of those testaments. <laughs> the new ones, yeah. So did you guys, I'm curious if you guys had any discussion with your connect groups uh, about, uh, this was you know one of my favorite pieces. I'm not sure if it played well or not, but J.D. Greer made the argument that it is possible to lead, live a clean and still, uh, to live a clean life and still be consumed with greed in his argument, and he goes on in detail when he writes about this i just didn't have time to, to develop it but that we go through church and you know we blast the people that do adultery and do drugs and you know and all these other big sins and yet some of the most carnal selfish people i've ever been around in church were greedy and controlled the church with their money you know if you don't get my way i'm not doing that so i was just curious if you guys delved into that or if not we did the first question that was asked back at me when i read that off the uh yeah the facebook uh, notes was well what do you mean living clean like what does that mean I, and i said i guess that means you know you're not into porn you're not gambling your life away you're, you're checking not, all the other boxes yeah, you're, yeah. you're living a clean right. christian life right, per right. se and then you know then you're stealing from god because you're greedy so. yeah yeah we didn't really honestly talk about that at all it was more the greed leads to an unclean living lifestyle for our generation and stuff it wasn't that you know, we were looking at people that were, which is yeah. very true that, you know, we're using their money and stuff to control right. whatever, whether it be politics, church, anything, your workplace, all of it. Um, ours wasn't that. It was more so the uh, the more money we had, the more dysfunctional we became in our marriages, the more dysfunctional we became in our parenting, yeah. uh, the more dysfunctional we became in our jobs, all that kind of stuff. Is that uh, the love of money and the greed that we were chasing after? actually led to like i know that sounds stupid but the more money more problems that old say, saying and stuff and you know i was over there in the corner screaming give me the problems uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know in all seriousness i'd you know when they were talking about some of the things that the love of money and greed has led to and struggles in their either current or past you know and stuff all like, i kind of looked at ashlyn and i didn't mean it like holy roller at all or self-righteous i'm just like you know what, maybe this isn't so bad because we haven't gone through any of that crap, yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. stuff because we were fighting over money. You know, ours was more like because we didn't have it, but not because of we spent, you know, hundreds of thousand dollars on, you know, fru or frivolous stuff, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like ours was it led to more problems. It led to unclean living. We, we had um, 
and then we'll get to the f- finale here of the, the the three things about having a healthy heart for God. But real quickly, uh, so I brought up, of course, you know, I live in the pastoral wo- world, so I brought up that quote uh, from, and then J.D. spent a lot of time on his sermon on this. But anyway, because uh, it's something that we battle as leaders, and uh, it was interesting because my group's probably closer to our age, a little bit younger. But um, anyway, so they've been, all of them come from really wildly diverse backgrounds of church, but they've been in church most of their lives. And every one of them sat there stunned and shocked. And I was fascinated by that. They said, we always knew that there were people like you talked about that control the church with money, but we just, and we knew pastors always came and gone, you know, and they said, but we've never connected that they were really controlling the church because they threatened to, you know, not give their money Mm -hmm. if we didn't get their way. And then the pastor got frustrated. They said, we've never connected the dots that that's why that guy left because he knew he wasn't ever going to be able to lead the church anywhere because these families were controlling him. And that's how they, you know, they threatened to leave if they didn't get rid of the pastor. And it was, they were like, dang, I can tell. And they all started telling stories of, you know, of somebody they knew that that happened to in the church. And then they really went off because I was fair, you know, as I brought up the number one group that you don't want to give a loan to or deal with is preachers because mm-hmm. we're the most dishonest, you know, give me a break and we don't pay our bills. And so, and they were like, and every one of them had a story like that, that every preacher had stuck them with a bill or something like that because they were just, you know, jerks with it stuff. And so they were like, and, and then they honestly come back around and they said, we had no idea. They said, that just makes us want to pray for the staff and the leadership more because we had no idea that you had that kind of pressure, you know, that is the real life church. So it was an interesting. Well, imagine this scenario. Like, you know, you come in here and you you get the people to um, giving campaign. You build a new building. You've got this wonderful facility, and then you hijack it out of here for another church, and then you leave a church. Well, that's and, true. That happens too. Yeah, uh, it happens yeah. all the time. It happens all the time. You know, yeah, it's an unbelievably high percentage yeah. is that they get through that stage, and then the pastor bells. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's why. Um, you know, God bless him. Uh, we miss him. But David Mills uh, publicly stood before me in the church, and he said, if we're going to do this, uh, you're signing a uh, a 15-year yeah. contract that you're not leaving until we get this building paid off. Right. <laughs> so, But it was a good move. I mean, he was right on that. So, yeah. Happens all the time. All right. We got last three. I'm going to play Tanner's role. Uh, last, uh, we have three things that we talked about, how to have a healthy heart for God. And so we don't just do the negative here. We give you the, the game plan of how to, you know, live a different life and how that we uh, can win this battle because that's what Jesus does in his text. And so the three things, um, and so did, I don't know if you guys discuss those in your groups, but uh, when you are blessed, you give generously. And then we went into a lengthy discussion or I did uh, about our church and how that we need to improve our giving uh, to make it that uh, ratchet that up from 20%. And even the deacons were applauding that the way it was presented, you know, is that, hey, we want you to be a part of what God's doing here. Number two is when you play plan for the future, think terminally, and that, uh, listen, you are going to die. And number three is rethink contentment. And so um, uh, so we ask our group, so I'm curious what you guys had to say about those three, if you guys got to that. But uh, I think uh, everybody in our group um, said that, you know, they wanted to pray into their life, that they would give more generously, you know, when they're blessed. And then there was about half our group said rethink contentment. And then your mom, Andrew, uh, she was the only one that she said, when you plan, think terminally. <laughs> <laughs> so she was the only one that had that perspective on it. So, but anyway, so I was wondering if you guys had any of those. Uh, any when of those. you plan, think about death. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of. 
No, ours was uh, <laughs> sorry. Ours, <laughs> ours was all uh, rethinking. Hey, Andrew, something. wake up! <laughs> I just, I'm lagging today, wakey, guys. Wakey, wakey. Uh, ours was all definitely rethinking contentment, you know, and it looked differently for all of us, but we all are very discontent with either, um, you know, financially to the effects of thinking if we had enough money, it was going to buy happiness for these other various ways and things like that. We, we all needed to work on rethinking contentment. That was unanimous across our group. Yeah. I don't think we made it to those three parts of it. I don't remember any discussion about that. You guys didn't try to fix any of your problems? No. <laughs> no. You're just into this, share my feelings. That's right, yeah. No, we were we were uh, doped up on Kena made this ham. Oh. She, called it, she called it picnic ham. I was like, it was so good. Oh, man. That and I'm sorry good. to derail the discussion here, but it was this ham. And I was like, "How did? what is this ham? And she said, all it is is... A ham, you pour Coke over it and put it in the oven for like 10 hours and it's done. I'm like, yeah. That's actually one of Belen's favorite. It was incredible. Belen, Never had it before. Belen cooks that. She did that the whole time our kids were growing up. That was like every other Sunday, every My gosh. other week. So Shirley, she, I, Shirley Mills and Susan Caldwell do too. Let's it's bring a, that tradition Pepsi, back. Pepsi ham. Yeah, Pepsi ham. So, so, uh, Not on that. It, it, no, it's good. I mean, it's just, and so that's, but I'm just shocked. You should have seen Ashley's face when Keenan told her that about it. It's just Coke on it. Yeah. Every year for that. Coke? Uh, <laughs> Every year for that, uh, we're getting ready to have it. The, Harvest supper. Yep. Yeah. Where they bring a potluck and stuff. Susan Caldwell made it every year. Yes. And that was like the number yeah. one thing that I got. Well, let's do year. that again, Susan. That was good. And yeah. I'm just shocked that Keena cooked. So, I, right. She I probably didn't eat it. She yeah. didn't like it. Yeah, it surely had to have been Hector or something. So, yeah. <laughs> it was good. Was um, it, it had to be well done because Keena doesn't eat anything that's not burnt. So. so, when you pour the Coke over the Pepsi, does it magically transform into fried chicken fingers? Because that's the only way Keena was going to eat it. No. Yeah. <laughs> so your group doesn't drink sodas? No, we do. Ashley doesn't drink sodas. Oh yeah, gotcha. gotcha so gotcha, yeah. you know, yeah. when you told her it's just Coke over a ham, she she yeah, yeah. Coke. <laughs> That's hilarious. <gasps> yeah, yeah. It was diet. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Anyways, all righty. Well, all right. That's Luke twelve, the middle of it, I guess. What's, yes. What's on tap for next There's week? Like two hundred forty-three verses in Luke twelve. Yeah. So yeah. So it's uh, we are. Um, Get ready. The end is coming, so get ready to go. We're going to have some revelation oh, all right. uh, excerpts in this one. Uh, I hadn't thought about it, but yeah. perhaps. Yeah. I'll try to, yeah. You think of, you're, you're the song guy on this. You know, so yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break. We'll come back with the best and the worst of the week. Have you been looking for a place to call home? Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. I've been not been good with the mute button today. So uh, earlier you didn't hear it, but but you went ah before I hit the mute button, and then and as soon as I hit it, you went. Ah. 
<laughs> get some good sound effects out of this one. All right, let's get into our best and the worst of the week. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. Which was it? This is the worst. Simply the best. I'll start. <laughs> I hate all Bible colleges. <laughs> Liberty. I wait, hate them that, all. Was that your best? <laughs> it's my best. I yes. did. I did appreciate that uh, Terry got that in there and said, you know, he has the liberty to <laughs> degree. <laughs> well, I'm an alumni. No, no, no. What you did in your sermon? Oh right? yeah, you started, yes, the sermon. Like, yeah. You know, Tanner yes. does have the liberty, liberty to, to uh, yes, yes. <laughs> lead us in <laughs> Loser, loser. That, that was rough, man. That was, that was, no, it wasn't a bad. I mean, it's, that was an awful, awful game. Um, and, but I was. Very glad that Georgia beat Tennessee. They mm-hmm. kept they kept Hendon Hooker in at bay. They didn't let him throw oh, all yeah. over the place. Speaking of hookers, we lost to Hugh Freeze. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was from that that was from that SEC clip. Sorry, yes, I had to that's steal that. Amazing. Actually, that was I don't really know if I had, my best of the week was Samuel turned one. We had a mm-hmm. nice little smash cake at home. It was just us and our immediate family there at the yeah. house. It was good. Yeah. Um, Nobody. We didn't invite anybody over. There wasn't a smattering mm-hmm. of gifts, and it was just us and the goats. So yeah. And, and what are you going to post on Facebook? And cake. Yeah. Well, we we what posted you, one picture. Uh, yeah. What do you have the show for it? If you don't post it, it doesn't did, happen. Did it really happen? <laughs> yeah. Well, and, well, you got another one. Arkansas won their first basketball game of the uh, already. Yeah, last night it was good. Mm-hmm. And and Nick Smith didn't even play the the highest recruit yeah. that we had, but. Um, yeah, that. So my best is Samuel turning one. My worst is obviously the Hogs losing and uh, but basketball's here. Basketball's here. Praise God! It was great last night. <laughs> um, did you see the Titans game Sunday night? At yes. All? Did you watch? No, that it game? was great. It did was... you see there toward the end of the game the second time Kansas City got to go for two to tie oh, the yeah. game and that penalty on the Titans? Yeah, asinine. Just, yeah. just yeah. stupid. Like, yeah, I, no, that was bad. I was more mad at that play than I was the Hogs game, honestly. Yeah. Like, I wanted to throw my remote to the TV. He was so stupid. Mahomes was a beast, though, in his running, so he was... Sure. If you want, <laughs> if you want to say that. Like, he had two good runs, and he that did. was just the, the one to get him down there. Yeah. Because the Titans' defense just... Tore them apart. Oh, they the whole did. Game. No, they did. He, I mean, he, he couldn't throw, so no, he had to run. He, he had over six. He had sixty-eight pass attempts in that game. No, yeah. Sixty-eight, and he couldn't get it's anywhere. Unheard so, of. Yeah, yeah. got nothing. Anyways. But he, but he is incredible. That, he's good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you just have to give him too many. He's just, he's just gliding out there. Everybody else, and he's just like on skates. He just, he just does he just things moves. that you don't expect him. Yeah, and he just, do and he doesn't even look like he's making an effort. That's yeah. the kind of guy I hate. So, you know, so. Yeah. I don't hate Patrick Mahomes. I hate that he went to Texas Tech, but. Whatever. Can I bring up one other sour note for Arkansas? What's that? So, um, you guys were ranked number 10 in basketball. Yeah. But weren't you ranked number 10 in football early on? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Hogs are not good top 10 teams in any sport, honestly. Yeah. Just, mm. We get up there, and then there's nowhere to go but down. So, you know. I feel that. I got, du- I got Duke at number seven and Illinois at twenty three. So what what other players. schools are you going to play with this year? <laughs> Whoever's number one. Yeah. Well, my oh, Liberty, yeah, Liberty. <laughs> Go right, Flames. I'm on the Liberty train. <laughs> do, do you know what their mascot is? The Flames. Flames. Yeah. yeah. Remind you of any other college? Yeah. They're I the Flamers, thought, all right. I always wanted our Bible college to be the Demon Deacons, like Wake Forest. Wake Forest. I, yeah. I thought that'd be a good. No, that would be totally ap- yeah. apropos. 
right. All right, Terry, what's your best of the week? Uh, best was uh, Justin Fields of the Bears. Uh, we actually, first time I've ever had a quarterback since 1986, so that was a long time waiting, and so we had a good day. And uh, defense can't stop, a, you know, cheese. But anyway, uh, basketball started, college basketball, so ready for some, some of that. And um, uh, the kids were sick, so we had the grandkids last night, and we had a ball, so it was, it was good. And we got to drive on the golf cart to go get ice cream at the gas station. So that's always a good day. They were elated. So, yeah. And I uh, should have brought them to see the goats. So guess, guess where <laughs> Andrew's kid ran to Nora goes straight to the ice cream. They got a big old bend in there. She's got ice cream and Andrew's son runs and stands in front of the beer cooler and goes, Yay! Boy. <laughs> he was literally he's going cheering. to Ole Miss. <laughs> he's literally cheering in front of the, <laughs> he just takes after his dad. That's all. <laughs> he's going to Ole Miss <laughs> straight to the beer cooler. Actually, he's not going to get in an Ole Miss. He's just going to stay in the Grove. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew, what was your best? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't have anything. Ole Miss didn't play this weekend, so I guess we couldn't be disappointed. <laughs> we do have Alabama, and Alabama's going to be ticked. How did Alabama do, guys? <laughs> Lost. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. See, that's already my worst. I actually wanted Alabama to win. I just, mm, I, I don't know. Tennessee going down was kind of nice i guess well technically beautiful. andrew said that he hoped the whole stadium imploded for both teams. i did i was praying that anytime lsu really plays anybody or state for that matter but especially when it's state lsu and alabama and now tennessee is pretty much up there anytime they're playing like each other i just pray the whole thing freaking falls in um the worst is the stomach bug slash potentially covid has made it through our family so we are ashley and i are on the recovery side of it all but we have been battling the stomach bug kids had it previously earlier or the last part of last week um oh i'll say this i I have something good see i can i can be spiritual even with this one my ah, i'm gonna be better than you guys too my best of the week well it took you eight years to get there so (laughs) spit it out my best of the week was pastor's appreciation i was very thankful we already did that on social media oh okay (laughs) Uh, i'm just behind then uh no i was very thankful for that so um sucking up to all the deacons the one of them that's listening (laughs) to this let's do that once a month that's fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, appreciation yes. month once a month. I thought you meant sucking up to deacons. <laughs> yeah. no, whatever, yes. whatever it takes. No. Yeah, my yard got destroyed by some deacons kids and stuff too. Mm. Got rolled and stuff this weekend. So and then it rained, so it's literally still like on the pavement halfway. Oh, <laughs> let me tell y'all what happened since you brought that up. This morning, I wake up okay, and I go. Or Ashley says there's trash all over the yard. I was like, what? So I go outside and look. And the trash can's there. It's standing there. You can see, like, the dog had tried to yeah. yank. Like, I don't know how an animal of some kind got into our trash bin, pulled out a trash bag. No way. The can is still standing upright. No way. And there's trash everywhere. Like, just ripped to shreds. Like, a dog had gotten in there. You know, seriously. Well, you remember, Ashley did see a bear when you guys first moved That's there. valid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could have been That's a bear. Yeah. So, I had to pick up trash this morning. I look like a prisoner out there. The, the Morville bear. <laughs> got us. Got us. That's good. All right, let's get into our dumb questions and then we'll get out of here, okay? Um, this might be a stupid question. Uh, there's no such thing as a stupid question. What a stupid question that is. You ask a lot of stupid questions. Can I ask a dumb question? Better than anyone I know. All right. Anything y'all want to say before we get out of here? I had a stupid question and I lost it. We'll find it. it. Yeah, I know. It was good. You would have liked it. And I I can't, I've totally lost my brain now. All right. right, Here's your question Is I'll get gas in the morning 
The worst decision you can make as an adult. Yes. On behalf of Ashlyn Ingalls Pierce, yes. <laughs> I could have just filled it up. I could have put 48 gallons in that tank, and somehow when she gets it, the next time I get in it, even if it's the next day, it will be on E. Yeah. I don't know how. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, time change. Love it or hate it? I hate it. Um, I think it's ridiculous. So I want to go back. You want to go back? I, I kind of like it. I don't yeah. care. To be honest, Ashlyn hates it. And I'm like, I don't care. It makes the kids go to bed earlier. It does. Like last night, we got done with dinner and everything. And it was like, you know, it's time to get ready for bed routine. It's 545. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I found my question. You ready? Right, do it, too. If men are from Mars and women are from Venus, I'll make sure I read this. Oh, oh no, I, I can't this. read that. Never yeah, mind. Never mind. Yeah. yeah, never mind. I can't read it. So, no, yeah. I'll read it. So, uh, is, That's a picture. I assume that those, those other genders were pulled out of Uranus. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I like it. So it wasn't a question. It was more of a joke. Yeah. yeah, I, so yeah. That was on Facebook or Instagram or something. I saw yeah. that recently. Speaking of Instagram, Sister Taylor has created a Connect Church Tupelo Instagram. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So if you're on the gram, find yes. it, follow yes. it. Yes, I actually told you her. You won't find me there. I was trying to do this weekend, so I text her on Saturday and asked her to do that for me. So, <laughs> so I do have my, I found the other question. It's from Kermit. Why are they, oh shoot, why are they called stairs inside, but steps outside? Drop the mic. Why are they called stairs inside, but steps outside? Stairs inside. Huh? <laughs> so if you go outside, they're not called stairs. You Some go up steps. the steps. But if you're inside, you go down the stairs. Okay. But it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Is that good? Yeah. That's okay. It was from Kermit the Frog. Well, then you should have read it like this. Why do they call them stairs? I can't do that. Inside. That's how I tried to. I wanted to. I want to be like you. <laughs> Okay, last question. Let's get out of here. Uh, All right. Is a Lay's potato chip bag half full or is it half empty? It's half empty. Half empty. My gosh. What a. Yeah, that's not even robbed. Yeah. Doesn't that make you mad? mad. No, no. It's it's inflation, guys. We're downsizing. Yeah, they inflated the bag. (laughs) It's been that way our whole life. You go pick up this huge bag of chips and it's like half. Not even, you know, they're inflating the bag. Yeah. They're like most preachers we know, full of air. That's right. Amen. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the Connect Church 2 Below podcast. Like it, share it, subscribe it, whatever you got to do. Y'all have a great week, and go Hogs. For Hector Audio, no. I mean, uh, Amigo, uh, what is it? Adios. Adios, Amigo. Yeah. He just had a stroke on air. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Because he's a big, fat, phony. <laughs>